Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. So today I've got a special treat for you. I'd like to introduce you to author Candace Colt. If you haven't met her before, you are in for a magical treat. So let's dive in. So welcome, Candace Colt. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Becky. It's great to be here, and I appreciate that you invited me. This is great. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun, and um, our the podcast is about literary escapes, and so books right. that take you different places, make you feel like you've had an escape, and I feel like yours is such a perfect fit for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I was I was poking around on your website and it says that you write feel good sweet romances, lovable magical characters and enchanting small towns. Yes, and that's like yes. everything I love. So <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And I sort of fell into it by accident, but I can't get out. The characters have <laughs> captured me and they all have a story to tell and I've moved this is my third small town and this wow. one actually I own. I'm now an indie writer before okay. I was in two other universes okay but those small towns are, i'm of a mind that the small town is the character is the main character and, and especially when town, you do the series yeah yes yes wow. and and that's where your characters live and evolve and that's the influence um it's just like in real life if there is such a thing you know you're influenced by where you live your surroundings your culture everything well and so, when you walk around town you know people there's businesses you love oh, yeah. to go to and oh sure yeah. absolutely yeah. and it's the absolutely. same thing in those type of books which is yes so and, fun. and that's half the fun of course you can invent it and you don't have to pay for um you know construction or you don't have to pay for it <laughs> have to pay taxes permits or, yeah. or you know city councils Exactly. You can just build it. You can make it three story if you want, or two story, or one story. Whatever you want. want. Yeah. <laughs> and and I kind of fell into the paranormal business too because my first writing experience was being invited into Nocturne Falls Universe with Kristen Painter. So how did that and happen? If you weren't a writer, I was a writer, but not getting published, okay. and I was trying okay. too hard to publish in genres that didn't fit. You mm. know what I mean? I, yeah, you've probably heard authors say that a lot. Um, um, yeah, that's so you just, interesting. You thought you were this, so you try to write this. Mm -hmm. And so a friend of a friend referred me to Kristen and Kristen took a chance on me and I will forever be in her debt Aww. for that. And I read most of her things anyway, so I kind of knew where, where she was going. And she from. has the Nocturne Falls universe, yes. right? Okay. Yes. Well, she's okay. got a lot of things going on. She's got the Shadow Veil thing going on. She's got Oh, a million things going on. But when she invented Nocturne Falls, that just intrigued the heck out of me. And particularly because it's in a um, country. It's in North Georgia, supposed to be like hell in Georgia, but we don't mention that. And so it's like a little mysterious town anyway, in, in like this enchanting area. And there's a waterfall and there's this and that and the other. And then one day wow. my characters just popped in my head after I got the invite, I said, well, what am I gonna write? Right. And so I invite, invented a little series within a series for that one because cool. nobody had, that I knew had ever written about falcon shapeshifters. So I was okay. looking at that yeah, and you've got five books in that series, yes. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. You kind of get hooked 
I mean, you can't, you, you don't want to get out because you got another story to know. Another well, story yeah, to... and you get attached to your characters yes. and want to keep seeing what's going to happen with them. And yeah. Yes, and, and I don't think readers understand that. We writers really are just the, the we're kind of channeling it. The conduit, not, yeah, yeah. We're not inventing it. They're just like, let me talk, let me talk. <laughs> so, um, and then that, um, she closed that one. And then I got into Cat's Paw Cove, which is a couple of authors from Central Florida. Okay, and so I who just, created Cat's Paw Cove? Catherine King, Keen, 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 sorry, Catherine, and <laughs> uh, Winter Daniels. Okay. And they both come from traditional and indie publishing worlds, um, and they combine to form this new world called Cat's Paw Cove, and if you can get the hint, there's cats in it. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, cats in it and yeah. so that introduced the idea of having a cat in the story so I can't get away from that now it's like the cats nice. have called they've come forward and they all have as much magical ability as do the uh, the humans the paranormal humans and so that cat theme has to be in the in the series thank goodness because it's a blast to write um, yeah. I happen to live in a town that goes by the nickname Dog Eden. I live in Dunedin, Florida, which is over on the West Coast by Tampa. Okay. But it's nicknamed Dog Eden because so everybody funny. has a golf cart and a dog. And a dog, yeah. I do not have a golf cart and I do not have a dog, but I, <laughs> I like can appreciate that. Yeah. I can appreciate that. But I'm a cat person. Um, had them so this fits perfectly years. then, huh? Yes. And they're very um, psychic. People don't know that, that don't have that. But, you know, I just introduce a little piece of that in all of my cat characters. Nice. So you have the town, you have the cat, and then you have the humans. And the, um, and the town in both of these was already created. You just yes. bring yes. your people into yes. it, which is kind of yes. cool. That's cool. It also is a discipline, too, because you can't go stupid in somebody else's town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you you have to fit within the parameters that have already been set. Yeah. Yes. And literally, yeah. there are maps drawn for each one. So you know where the park is, you know where this is, you know where that is. And right. so here's a street. Here's There hasn't been a shop built here or something built here yet. So you can create your little domain and go from there. Okay. And so... so sorry no when you write in somebody else's world do you interact with their characters you can yes okay. you can you you have to be cautious about it so that you don't alter that um, yeah you don't make them do something that the owner of the universe wouldn't do you know what I mean right right um, I couldn't take one of Kristen's characters and turn her into the sister of one of my characters you can't right do that. right but they can interact like in a absolutely. shop of, you know that kind of a thing absolutely okay. and, and I would assume thought. that that's kind of the point of the universe is to bring yes. your readers and their readers together and exactly yeah okay and Caspar Cove I did quite a bit of that because um I needed some I needed this I needed this restaurant I needed someplace okay. for people to go eat. So they went to a restaurant that was already there with a, a, somebody okay. that ran it so they could interact in it. Fun. But you have to have read those characters in the other guy's book. And know so them. So that you know how they talk or how they'd react. Uh, so you have to be real right. careful and cautious, but it's still a lot of fun because then the reader's like, I know that person. So it really is fun. That is but fun. then when you create your own world, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> right. That's where the real magic begins, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And so you're sticking to the paranormal theme though, right? Yes, I am. Um, 
I'll talk a little bit about kind of a juncture and uh, I got another invitation to do something completely different from what I'm used oh. to. But yeah, I, I've started my own series. I created my own town. It's a beach town, kind of a knockoff of where I live. Nice. Um, only that, of course, I don't know. We don't know that half the world isn't paranormal. But, you know, in my particular new community, it looks like an ordinary town. But about half the residents are not ordinary. And so um, it's a little bit different spin on, on the universe idea. Uh -huh. um, but anyway, number one is out. Number two comes out in two weeks. And number three nice. is going to come out <laughs> when, it, when, it, when get it gets to finished. It. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, as you know, and everybody that's a writer knows the um, advertising and promotion is serious work. It, takes, so it the, takes a lot of time away from the writing time. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm not good about, um, I'm not good about the time, taking time for this and time for that. I get into this and I'm there. Yeah, and you're like full on. Yeah. Full on. Full on. Yeah. Um, but let me just kind of give you a hint now that it's been, we've finally got permission to talk about it. Um, there's a really cool writer out there called Essie or Susan Smith. And yeah. she's a sci-fi writer and her worlds, her worlds are just phenomenal. And she and a couple of other sci-fis got together with another fabulous author named Carol Vanetta, and they've created Pets in Space. And oh, if you've fun. not heard of that, you have got to go, Pets in Space. And what's really cool about it is it is a charity for heroes.org. And heroes.org oh, cool. gets um, purchases dogs to help vets, okay? And Very it's like, cool. oh, tr trust me. Yeah. And this is the like, seventh year that they have done this series and it's always a collection of authors I should say anthology of authors that are sci-fi well that's great I've never written sci-fi but I got an <laughs> invitation through my dear friend Susan who said let me see what I can do so behind the scenes she made it happen and here I am so I have a oh, little story and it's 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 pre-order stage right this minute but I took one of my characters out of my new series I have okay. a um crazy she's wonderfully crazy older lady who's the there's like the grandmother the mother and and the grown children and the mother is 40 something but okay. she is a complete um airy fairy witch this this is a witch family but she's like she has this special skill where she can meditate and go away oh i mean she's gone to egypt back in the pharaoh's day she's Dang. gone to places how fun but this time, without giving too many spoilers, this time she lands in deep space. And so the story goes from there. How and fun. She, and so what's the pet that's going to be in yours? If it's it's a cat. Okay, oh, of course. Shocking. Of course. Yeah. Um, actually, there's two pets. The, the, she lands on a ship where the captain has an alien pet that can Tele telepathically communicate with the cat because okay. the cat's got all kinds of gifts anyway so anyway the black cat in that starts out in my series jumps on board the spaceship so how fun you gotta have a pets in space you gotta have a pet well, so exactly she her pet he, she meets they meet his pet which is a flying goat of course um, <laughs> what That's else awesome what else so exactly anyway, 
they meet and it's um i write i write sweet romance if you look there sweet yeah. um which means it's not steamy and it's okay. not erotic it's that middle ground um mm -hmm. that does gives you the feel goods without telling you about it all yes yes you learn more about the people their emotions and what they're thinking and the action and i'm not taking away from the other genres i'm right. just simply saying and it, you know sometimes it's hard to write sweet <laughs> But it's really hard to write steamy. So anyway, <laughs> it's funny how like, some people, you know, authors tend to gravitate to like one or the yes, other. And absolutely, it's it's finding where you fall in all of that is oh yeah, the magic. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. and what you can write and where your comfort zone is. Um, so anyway, that's my little tagline. But these two critters kind of carry the story because they're the only way for a while that the alien and the which can speak okay. to each other. And then there becomes a way that they can and they get lost in space and it all comes out okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fun one, wow. Yeah, and I, and um, at the end of the series, once they, um, they sell it for a certain time and then the authors get their stories back and then you can publish your story separately. Okay. So nice. I'm thinking, well, you know, it starts out with a witch lost in space. Why can't she just keep going in space so i'm thinking some little novellas could about come all out that yeah okay all it takes is time oh. i know right because we <laughs> all have an abundance of that <laughs> i wish <laughs> good thing you have nothing else to do right nothing else no and some days i don't do nothing else and some days i do everything else so mm. finding that balance that's what yep. life's all about isn't it yep for sure so you said that the nocturne falls universe is in georgia right yes Okay. Yes. And then Cat's Paw Cove. Yes, it's it's a fictional town on the east coast of Florida. Okay. Sort of between St. Augustine and Daytona. Okay. Okay. And it okay. was uh, started as a pirate adventure because nice. they, they discovered pirates discovered it. But the cove looks like a cat's paw. So there's oh, little fun. islands. Okay. And then the, if you were looking at it with a drone, it looks like a little cat's paw. Well, from there, we have all the characters, all the fun. Um, nice. It, it's just fun. And don't ask me where my stories come from, because I just couldn't tell you. They just kind of. They ooh. just come, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Baga Shores is on yes. the West Coast, you said, yes. of Florida. Yes. And uh, and then, you know, pets in space obviously is going to be in space. So yes. that'll be fun. Yes. Very cool. So are you a plotter or a pantser? Uh, I want to say I'm a plotter because that sounds like I'm an intelligent writer. <laughs> I, I got an idea. Yeah, I start with characters. I start with my main characters and they sort of come to me. Um, nice who they are how old they are kind of a thing i don't do the complete bio till later but i let go okay oh, hello you want to talk to me sure come on okay in. come on in and then they just sort of evolve a thing and then you know there are certain elements that you have to have in a romance paranormal or sci-fi or whatever kind whatever of yeah so certain things have to happen you have to have to have a character that's got a problem and meets a character with the problem they can't get together they get apart they can't get together and they finally end up so you got to throw problems at them and you got to get into their psyche a little bit to see what but i really do start with an idea in my head um, okay what whoa uh wow you might be a, and and every so often i will see somebody on tv that i kind of think looks like my character so i kind of like do a little behind the scenes thing there there's a tv show called ozark 
Okay. And it's it's really weird. But anyway, I love it. And it's on Netflix or one of them. One of those, yeah. One of those. Anyway, there's a real bizarre little blonde-headed character in there. She's real Southern, and she's been doing a lot of stuff now. She's got a lot of uh, stuff she does. And I took her and built a story around her. Um, okay. I said, oh, yeah, she's quirky as heck. So I yeah. took her, and I just developed a whole storyline around her. Oh, how fun. So I will do that. Um, I will see somebody. I will say, oh, you look like you should be a character in my book. Um, I love that. And, and and it evolves from there. Yeah, you got to have a story. And the worst thing in the world is I cannot write a synopsis. So don't even ask me for one. <laughs> I, 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 read the book if you want to know. If you want to know what it's about, read the book. Yeah. Read the book. <laughs> so, you know, but I will try to write the blurb first, um, but I'm not good about that either. Um, but That's, I've been I, reading that some people do like they have their tagline, the blurb, and the and the cover like all done before they even start writing. And yeah, God love such them. an interesting idea. God love them. You know, I, know, I, right? I, I wish you, I wish I could do that. Um, yeah, I kind of have the end in sight. Okay, you know, I kind of know. Kind of know where is, you're going. Yeah, yeah. you got to have some idea, but you don't let that dictate it because what if it goes a different angle down the road yeah. and you're trying to yank it back and it doesn't work. Way. Well, and you said there's um, there's certain yes beats, I think is what they call yes. them, that you have yes. to hit yes. if you're doing a romance. Yes. Regardless oh, of the... I shouldn't I shouldn't promote this, but it is on my desk all the time. Oh, I, I love that one. It's um Carrie Evelyn's How to binge write your novel. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? That works. I've tried, I've gone online with every possible outline program. Right. But the, the this one's the the you know save the cat there's a bunch of them out there yeah oh my god and they're all good but a lot of them are so complicated that you can go off in the weeds and suddenly you you can't find your way you have no back idea back. where you're going yeah and the story isn't any good anymore once you plot it yeah. so deeply so um i like her method and i'm not here to promote it i'm just saying i need a simplified version because yeah in today's world you can't spend three years writing a book if no. you really want to market and you hate to say that four letter word but if you really want to market you got to have another one coming another one coming another one coming right. so if you spend your life on heavily detailed planning and i love my sisters who can plot the whole series yeah <laughs> it's if pretty impressive when they can do that and so yes. well like when you started baga falls you had to have an idea of like who's in your town yes and so yes. you you have some formation already planned at least yes Yes. And, and I honestly, I always, and each one of them, and I think I looked at it in reflection, not with intention up front. There's always an older, for lack of a better word, a crone in each okay. one, in each store. There's an older, oh, um, kind of keeps the sensibility, keeps the rationality. Like the matriarch going. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I sort of think it's me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I think that's you. And I try to introduce some of my own, you know, try not to be the mother, but there's a motherhood going on in the oldest character. So there's always okay. that. Nice. And now they all have a little bit of magic in them. And they're kind of like the crone that everybody goes back to for the, the wisdom. Uh -huh. um, so that's I kind of start with that kind of a piece. And then, you know, her brood underneath is usually right. a mess. <laughs> you know, because the new age, you know, 
it's just like a millennial mess out there. <laughs> no offense, millennials, but it's like they're they're just kind of foundering. They don't have their root yet, so they almost always have to come back to the crone and get that root, and then they yeah. go, oh, that's it, and then they can start their nice. But I like that. Anyway. It's good. To, it's fun that like each series or each group that you put together, you have kind of you know your people, your readers know that there's this yes basic yeah. format even if the stories are completely different the people yeah. are completely different there's this familiar um foundation i guess yes and everyone is different um in the in nocturne falls it was the the matriarch was a shape-shifting falcon mother that's and cool. then we had the second set and and the mother was retired but she was a psychic okay. um but she left everything to her kids and let her kids take over while she went over to a retirement uh community and then in this new series um she is the she is the crone witch but she doesn't sit around in all draped in black she has yeah. a little Basically, she runs an online course with international students of, you know, witchery and, nice. you know, her apothecary is very high tech. She has security cameras all over the place. She's got, you know, she teaches students in Germany, here, there and everywhere, as well as, you know, making her potions and whatnot. But I love you know, that she, it's like taking advantage of the technology that oh yeah we have you know yeah and and her younger generation just can't believe it because the door has always been shut to her apothecary they just thought it was magic you know you kind of think of the dark and dreary old heavy yeah yeah lacy kind of thing and one by one they enter this as grown-ups and they're like holy crow it's like a tv studio it's like walking into cnn you know what wow. i mean and, it's like there's screens and there's people talking and of course she's magical she can talk other languages and you know they always wander in like holy crow this is grandma <laughs> that's so funny yeah this whole other so, world opens up to them yes, yes. and that's okay. kind of an homage to try to rem to remind the younger ones that it's okay your your old grandma might have more going than you think that's you know? right that's <laughs> right they usually do and there's usually some really good stories behind them too yeah, so absolutely worth chatting with them not just writing them yes, off that's for dang yes, sure yes so where can people find you if they want to find your um if they want to hang out with you i guess where's the best well places? i am everywhere i'm on instagram uh you would ask me my address i'd have to just point you to my web page i'll um, put it in the um in the show notes so perfect yeah. thank you i'm on instagram i'm on twitter I am, of course, on Facebook. I have a readers group for those that are interested in that. Of course, I have my web page. I have an Amazon author page. Um, I am not on TikTok. I'm just going to out myself and say, I'm afraid of TikTok. <laughs> I it, haven't it kind yet. of freaks me out a little, too, I have to say. I, I mean, don't my buddies are on it. there. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm doing good to get a, a Facebook story reel or something going. I know, I do right? like live Facebook. I can do live Facebook. That doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah. Podcasts, that, that doesn't scare me anymore. But TikTok is like. It's this whole nother world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Your Facebook group, what is it called? Candace. Oh, Candace Colt's Reader Salon. Thank you. Okay. When you're, I, it's in your face all day on your screen and you're popping in and out, you don't think about what's, what do you call it? I again? agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will link all of that in um, oh, cool. the show notes for this so that people cool. can find cool. you. And um, do you have a newsletter that people can sign up for? Oh yeah. If you go to my website, candacecolt.com, 
you can't get away from that. It'll pop right up and it'll there say, you go. Oh, please. Um, and I have a reader magnet. My freebie read starts out my um, back, back, back. It starts out all of my Cat's Paw Cove stories and oh, how fun. that particular line of magic happened. Um, just a quick and brief side note, I found out because I love doing ancestry. In fact, that's what I was fiddling with when I uh, before we started today. Back, 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 back. One of my great grandmother's times, I think nine or 10, whatever, wow. was one of the ones that was hung as a witch in Salem. And oh I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. And it took me a long time to process that because I'm like, mm, nobody ever wow. told me that. But back up 50, 60 years ago, your parents didn't have ancestry.com and those stories mm -hmm. died. They and do, yeah. They were embarrassing too because people didn't want to admit that kind of thing. Long story short, that's where the kernel of the idea for my psychics came from for Casapaw Cove because I my idea was what if some the what if they were real witches now my yeah. great great was not it was just a family feud and a bunch of hysterical teenagers but what if but what, what if, if they yeah. got wind of it and what if they got out in time so my psychic family took off when they saw things were getting bad and relocated to North Carolina. Then, in, then they kept going until one by one they got out of North Carolina. So you've got this whole string of ancestral gift that's passed down. So it kind of came from that. Moving that's south. Where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My reader magnet sort of starts the escape from Salem, basically. So it's okay. cool. That's fun. Yeah. How yeah. interesting. And it's, it's, really interesting that you have some Salem, Massachusetts yeah, in your yeah, bloodline. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. super it, it interesting. It was really a shocker, you know, because like I said, nobody talked about that. That's not in the family Bible. Right. <laughs> yeah. Great granny hung as a witch. And um, it, it was just really kind of a stunning revelation. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh, how crazy. Huh. So what are you working on right now? And what's well, coming up? You just had a book come out. Just I'm working on promotion, yeah. <laughs> number one, number two, and number three. But number three book, I have characters that are coming out of my new Bagashore series that are each one getting their own story. Um, the first story launched, the second story will be uh, available in two weeks. And then the third story is a little bit different. It's still paranormal and it's still from that town. But my third story is going to be a character who can speak to animals. Oh. And so um, ironically, she is a marine biology graduate student. And she seems gets pretty this, perfect. Yeah. She gets this really cool internship in a marine sanctuary and it kind of goes from there. How fun. Um, yeah. So what's the name of the first one that just came out? The first one is Bewitching Andy. Nice. The second one is Charming Sabrina. And is that on um, pre-order right now? Yes. The okay. second one is on pre-order and they're all on Amazon. Right now I'm exclusively Amazon because I'm not into doing promotion wide yet. It's all about me anyway, but um, the availability is Amazon right now. Nice. Okay. Makes and it if easy. you come to any of the local shows like Orlando Reads Books coming up next month, I'll be there and I can sell you hard copies, hot diggity dog. There you go. And then the third one will be um, Enchanting, oh, good Lord, in Bewitching, Charming, Enchanting Robbie. So nice. she's she's going to get enchanted. Awesome. And you know, it's going to be hard because I want to keep the series going, but all of those words 
are tough to find synonyms for because they're all kind of witchy and so yeah. it's really kind of hard to you can charm you can enchant you can be witch now what so I've now got what yeah to do. yeah yeah mm. but it'll happen okay it'll <laughs> happen you'll figure it out I have no doubt <laughs> well thank you so much for joining me today Candace. this was a lot of fun talking to you oh thank you this is great I mean these things are so much fun especially when the host is so cool that you know it just is conversation it's not like what do we talk about I mean it's just a flow so well, that's I what I enjoy because you never know where it's going to go and it's, no, it's always no. a lot of fun so it's great yeah so good luck on the next release that's coming right up and, excellent uh, look forward to hearing about how that goes. sure will Becky thank you again Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escape Podcast. If you enjoy hearing the behind the book story, then join me in the Literary Escape Society. We're a community of travelers who love books, or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.